Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Lance. I'm an entrepreneur, social media strategist, keynote speaker, and author. But my most important role is wife and mom to our adorable two boys. I run our company, Katie Lance Consulting, side-by-side with my husband, Paul, and our passion is to help real estate professionals get smarter about how they use social media. Our Get Social Smart Academy has helped thousands of real estate agents and brokers take back their time and hone their social media strategy. Now, you may know me from social media, or maybe you've seen me from stage, or maybe this is your first time meeting me. In this podcast, I'm excited to share with you my success stories and take you behind the scenes into how I got where I am, how I've built our company, how I juggle being a wife, mom, business owner, and so much more. You'll hear from me, but also we'll be showcasing some of the great people we get the pleasure to work with inside of our academy. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, social media geek like me, real estate pro, or a mom, or maybe all of the above, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hi there, it's episode 47 of the Katie Lance podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about why and how I let my son have his own YouTube channel. So this episode might be one of those maybe controversial subjects, I'm not quite sure. Uh, If you follow me on social media, you probably saw and depending on when you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to this episode, uh, when we released, uh, when we're releasing it, um, about a month ago, uh, maybe, I guess, right after the holidays, so sometime in January, uh, we allowed my son who is nine to start his own YouTube channel. So I wanted to share a little bit of the backstory I had shared on um, social media, a little bit of the journey. And I had posted on there. I was like, hey, if anybody wants the backstory, let me know. And I had a bunch of you reach out and say, yes, do a podcast about it. Okay, so here's the backstory. And I want to share the how and the why and just some of the parameters we have when it comes to YouTube and having your channel. And by the way, I want to preface this by saying I'm certainly not telling any parent what to do. Anytime I talk about parenting, especially on this podcast, please know I'm not a parenting expert. I'm just a mom (laughs) and I'm just sharing with you my own journey, our own journey um, and what works, what doesn't work, lessons learned. So I realize that when it comes to parenting, it's such a personal decision. So you have to do what's right for you and your family. Okay. So the backstory with this whole YouTube thing, if you have kids, I don't know about your kids, but my kids are totally into YouTube. And for whatever reason, they love watching YouTube videos of other kids playing games, playing video games, which I don't understand at all. I mean, it just boggles my mind. I don't understand it, but it is a thing. And it is a thing my kids love to do, especially my nine-year-old. So for months, he's been like, mommy, I want a YouTube channel. Mommy, I want to be a YouTuber. And so we've been talking about it and talking about it. And at first I was like, eh, no, I don't think so. (laughs) And the more we talked about it, I was like, you know what? He's really serious about this. And I really admired his persistence. And I'm a big believer that, you know, when my kids come to me and ask me for something, if they're persistent about it, and they have a good reason and a plan behind it, that, you know, I don't want to just automatically say no. So my, uh, my reaction to him was, you know, okay, I think that's a great idea, buddy. But before we do this, I, you need to come up with a plan. And so I put it back on him and he's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, in, in our business, we, me and daddy run a social media company. And so whenever we are going to do something like when we launched our podcast or when we launched our academy or when we're doing any kind of project, we don't just 
do it, we think about what that would look like and we think about a plan. So I said, I want you to think about what type of channel you'd like to have, what kind of videos you want to have and, and kind of think about a plan. He was like, okay, okay. And he really got fired up and he started like grabbing paper and just started making notes. And I thought to myself, wow, like he really is serious. So like a lot of moms, I went on Amazon and I was like, hmm, maybe there's a book about YouTube for kids. I found a great little book and I surprised him at Christmas um, as one of his Christmas gifts. And he opened it Christmas morning and he was like, like you could see his eyes light up. He was like, oh, he was so fired up. And I'm going to put the link to that book in the show notes below because it's a super cute little book. And side note, as I was reading this book, I was like, wow, I need to create a book like this for grownups <laughs> because I think it's a great little resource guide. So I purchased this book. It's basically like a workbook for kids. Um, and I gave it to him at Christmas. And of course, you know, kind of the holidays were crazy. But during Christmas break, we walked through it together. And basically in the book, it allows you to kind of brainstorm uh, topics and different types of topics and, and how to think about a, a video, right? How to storyboard a video, how to think about keywords, what type of channel. And then there's also some really good information in there about figuring out what genre of videos you want to create. Um, but what I also really liked is how it talks about some of the safety things and safety precautions in terms of, uh, in terms of YouTube. So from a planning perspective, I loved the book. I thought that was awesome. And it made him, in my opinion, really, really take a level of ownership and responsibility. And it really, I think was a great exercise in creativity and storytelling and planning. Like I couldn't recommend that experience enough. I thought that was awesome. So then there's like the logistical part of YouTube, right? And the fact that he's only nine and the fact that he's a kid and the fact that YouTube is public, right? And like all of those sort of factors. So I knew from a logistical standpoint that I it would be something that I would control. I mean, my husband, of course, has access to it, but it's not really his thing. It's kind of, you know, the thing I'm, I'm sort of in charge of, quote unquote, <laughs> in our family. So I knew I would need to set up a, um, a Gmail account, a Google account just for just for this channel. So I set that up. I worked with him on his name. We set up a Google account uh, and I control that. I control the email access for that. Um, I then set up his YouTube channel. Now, what's interesting about setting up a YouTube channel, as of January 1st, 2020, YouTube um, implemented a, a number of, of new rules. And I can actually probably link to that in the show notes below as well, because it's pretty detailed, but I will, I will paraphrase what really stood out to me the most. So what's interesting about YouTube is when you create a channel, you now have to indicate if your content is specifically for children or not. And so we indicated it's for children. When you indicate your channel is for kids, what happens then is people can still subscribe and like your videos, but they cannot comment. The comments are turned off, uh, which is really awesome, right? Because if you've been following anything in the news about the negativity of kids on social media, a lot of bullying, a lot of not so great things can happen in the comments of, of videos. So that was something I was really fired up about. I knew that, you know, if we put these videos out on his channel, I didn't want a bunch of, you know, weird, creepy people <laughs> commenting. Not that I think that would necessarily happen because I actually think most people are good people and I never like to operate from a place of fear, but I'd rather be, uh, come from a place of just, you know, being safe, right? Being safe, but also not scared, I think is important. So we indicated that this channel was for kids. Um, and by the way, if you have a channel and you uh, violate this rule, your channel can get shut down. So on the flip side, you know, I have my own YouTube channel. A lot of you follow me over there. 
It's Katie Lance Consulting over on YouTube. Those are all social media videos. When we upload our content over there, we also have to indicate, are these videos for kids or not for kids? And so it's important, and I think anyone, by the way, who has a YouTube channel, or if you're thinking about YouTube, just know that this is a really, really big thing that YouTube is monitoring. I think YouTube's gotten a lot of heat um, for just some of like the cyberbullying stuff that's happened over the years. So not to go down too much of a rabbit hole. Like I said, I'm going to find the uh, kind of new rules. I will link those in the show notes below, as well as the YouTube planning book, which, uh, which I loved. Okay, so we talked about the book, we talked about the fact that I'm controlling the email ch- email account with it, uh, which we haven't really used, I just created the email so I could create the YouTube channel, I set up the YouTube channel. Uh, we also made a little cover photo in YouTube through Canva. I'm a huge Canva Canva fan. We have an account for our business. So I just fired that up and made a little uh, graphic uh, for his YouTube channel um, on that. Um, and then we were ready to go. So he knew he was going to, he wanted to make gaming videos uh, and he knew he wanted to make Minecraft videos. So that is with our PlayStation 4. We have a PS4 and at first I was like, okay, how are we going to do this? How are we going to record? And there's you know, if you Google how to do gaming videos, there's a gajillion different um, ideas and ways to do it. And it can be super complicated. There's also a lot of people who live stream and I didn't, I chose to not do that. I figure if he's older, that's one thing, but I feel like he's way too young to be live streaming. So we agreed on recorded video. We also agreed on the fact that he's not going to be on camera. Now he might do some vlogs at some point that we do maybe some family vlogs and that'll be something that we consider at some point. But as of right now, his channel is just gaming and his his face is not on camera, just his voice. So the way we set it up is with our PS4, you can actually plug headphones directly into the controller. Now, what we learned is that you actually have to get headphones that are specific for PS4. So we were originally just using like my little Apple earbuds that a lot of us have. And I and the first video we did, it sounded awful because there was like this terrible high-pitched sound and I guess the those type of earbuds are not compatible with PlayStation okay so lesson learned um, so we went to our local like GameStop and uh, <laughs> he brought some of his money he was responsible for paying for part of it uh, and we invested in some headphones they weren't too much they were like I want to say 30 or 40 dollars um, that he can plug in directly to his PlayStation into the controller so long story short we were able to do that and what's really nice for those of you listening and you're thinking of maybe having your kids do this as well. And I don't know how this works with other platforms, so I'm sorry. I'm only familiar with the PS4, but what happens is when he is recording, he can record it all through the PlayStation, which is awesome. And we've connected his YouTube to the PlayStation, so then he can upload directly from the PlayStation. So it's it's all in one, which is really, really great. Now, he doesn't upload it. Um, Actually, he does upload it, but he has to ask my permission and I oversee it. So what happens when he's recording, I'm sitting in the room. I may not be talking, but I'm sitting in the room. I'm watching. I also have a little um, a, a little stopwatch on my phone and we will limit it to, you know, usually like 15, 20 minutes, which, which sounds like a really long time for a video. But apparently these gaming videos can go on and on. So we will limit it. I'm sitting there in the room. Um, I also just make sure that, uh, you know, I've had some conversations with him about being safe, about what he says and how he says things and, you know, not mentioning, you know, names and places and, and things like that. So I'm in the room when he's recording. I'm in charge of uploading it with him. He uploads it to YouTube and then I go back into YouTube um, and I change the thumbnail. I will edit the, 
you know, the, the uh, description a little bit and just kind of fluff it up to make it a little, a little bit nicer because I just, you know, I can't help myself and I'm in the business of social media. So um, that's kind of been our process so far as of the recording of this podcast. He's just done, I believe, three videos so far. Uh, and so we'll see how it goes. And I just, like I said, I wanted to kind of share the backstory of why we're doing it, how we're doing it. And I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to, you know, being open to the fact that we are really living in a whole new world. You know, I'm a Gen Xer. I didn't grow up with social media. I didn't grow up with email. I didn't have a cell phone, I think, until I was in my 20s. And so, you know, for a lot of people my age, it's even though we're, you know, we all have iPhones or Androids, like we're all obviously involved with technology and social media. I think for a lot of people in our generation, like this whole concept of our kids getting on social media and our kids getting on video and our kids being exposed to all this stuff is, is a little scary. So I just would encourage any of you listening, if you're a parent or, you know, you are a guardian, you know, just, I would say, number one, trust your kids. I think that's something that's really important. You know, you've got to have that open communication and trust your kids. But also I think number two, you've got to be, you know, your kid's biggest advocate and just be aware of what's happening out there. You know, just the fact that I'm in the room when he's recording, when, when my son's recording the videos, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like he, he's on a little bit of a leash, right? And that part of it is because of his age, but I'm also giving him that responsibility to come up with the ideas and to storyboard and to, and to do the planning. But my job is to make sure that I can keep him safe. Right now, I also did a podcast a few episodes ago about online safety and how I kind of help my kids stay safe online. I talked a little bit about monitoring kids online. I'll also link to that in the show notes below because I think that might be really helpful. I'm also going to link in the show notes below to an episode I did about TikTok uh, because I think this is really related. Um, I actually don't let my kids have a TikTok account and I know that again might be a little controversial. So I'm going to link to that episode also in the show notes below. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with, with TikTok. I just find right now that it's, uh, it's a super fun app. I just think it's for my kids, at least just, there's a lot of inappropriate content that's out there. So, you know, again, it's like that fine line. You've got to do what's right for you and your family. You've got to trust your kids, know your kids. Um, but I will link to those two episodes below. Um, so you guys can see that as well. Okay. I would love to hear from you. What questions do you have? Is there anything that you are wondering about this whole process that I didn't answer? Um, you know, how do you feel about this? Are your, are your kids on YouTube? Uh, you know, do you, are they, do, do you, do your kids have an account? I would just be curious your thoughts around this whole, uh, this whole subject. So, um, I'm going to ask that you reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. Those are two of the best places to reach out. Feel free to send me a message on Facebook, or as I've said in past episodes, I am super active over on Instagram stories. So if you're listening to this, um, send me an Instagram story and uh, we'll go from there. Alrighty guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. If you've liked this podcast, I'd love if you'd subscribe and leave me a review. Also make sure you visit me over at katielance.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter, find out about upcoming events I'm speaking at and check out what our Get Social Smart Academy is all about. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.